It's time for the Pistons Pod. Here's your host, Matt Derry. Welcome in, everybody. Another edition of the Pistons Pod right here at Pistons.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us. The Pistons embarking on a six-game West Coast trip. Some injuries to talk about and some guys stepping up in some of the other guys' places. And we'll do that today with assistant coach Rex Kalamian, who, of course, has been around this team for many, many years and is a longtime veteran uh, bench coach here. And now for Dwayne Casey as well. What's up, Rex? How's everything today, Matt? Thank you for having me on. Rex, i got to bring this up. I was watching this uh, video of Jerry Stackhouse a few weeks ago uh, talking about the teal uniforms, and he went to your office to try to find, as he called you, Sexy Rexy. You were not there. <laughs> he left you a note. I, lo- I loved it, man. You and Stack, uh, old buddies, huh? Yes, we, we go uh, back to our days together with the Toronto Raptors. We were both assistant coaches there. And uh, he and I, uh, we just, we, we were like brothers. Um, for whatever reason, we have uh, similar likes and dislikes and interests and we coach sim- similarly. And um, I just, we, you know, we got a, a, created a quick bond. And um, I really, really enjoy talking basketball with Jerry Stackhouse. Very knowledgeable person, uh, obviously a great player. And uh, he's a, a heck of a coach also. Um, very demanding of his players and they produce for him. So I've had a great time, uh, you know, with my friendship with, with Mr. Stackhouse. Did you realize when you got to Detroit, I'm not going to say legendary player, but I'll tell you, Jerry was huge in sort of the turnaround that started the, the going to work team first with Rick Carlisle. And then Jerry was obviously shipped out before Larry Brown got there, but stack was kind of the guy that helped kind of get that, uh, that, that train started. Right. Well, you know, growing up, obviously, and being in the league for so long, I, I, I have and do remember um, his influence with those teams and how good he was um, in Detroit, you know, but uh, I, he's just he's such a to me, he's an iconic figure with the Detroit Pistons. And I know he didn't win a championship and there are so many other great players that have come through here. But um, he's he's still recognized, I think, when people talk around our organization and even when I'm out and about in the streets and talking to people about Detroit Pistons, a lot of people do talk about the Jerry Stackhouse days and his influence on the team and organization. By the way, he was promoting the teal a few weeks ago. Are, are you, are you uh, yay or nay on the teal? What do you think? I'm a yay. Absolutely. I'm all in. Love it. <laughs> and it seems like And it seems like the guys like it, too. They do. I think they do. And, you know, we have everything. We've got the we've got the teal coaching shirts that everybody wears and we got, you know, we have the teal nights. So um, uh, that we that we're, you know, the whole team is obviously in teal and and it's fun. It's it's been good for us to have many different types of uniforms. And um, that's the one thing I think the fans get into also is, uh, you know, what the team is sporting on a particular night. So it's been fun. Rex Kalamian with us. This is a coach under Dwayne Casey. Road trip is underway. Pistons are out west for six. How different are things, you know, these West Coast trips, and you've been through so many with so many different teams, and obviously you were out west too, so you had to come east. But what's the biggest theme? What's it like when you can gather these guys for it's almost two weeks and and kind of, uh, you know, uh, hunker down and go on the, on a trip like this? How difficult is it? Well, it's, it is difficult. Um, you know, it's, uh, whatever it is, like you said, almost 14 days of being out on the road. 
um, you have to plan properly. I think when you come out on trips like this, because, um, you know, today we're in Los Angeles and, um, obviously like, you know, the weather's good and things are good and we're going to start to play these games. And, um, you know, it's, you have to have a certain type of mentality when you come out on the road and you're playing, uh, back-to-back games on the road and taking a day off you're trying to get into a gym we're going to have different types of weather today it's nice in los angeles tomorrow it might be cold in in denver or utah um and really use it as a chance for your team to grow to come together um to uh do a lot of just kind of hanging out uh talking eating having dinners together and i think we do a good job of that here in the organization uh, does a great job of doing things for our players while we're on the road and having uh, just kind of different outings that we could use to occupy our time. Is there a veteran player? I know I talked to Rodney Magruder um, about this during media day uh, months, a couple of months ago, but is there a guy like Rodney or maybe another veteran that kind of has to help some of the younger guys like Jaden Ivey and, and Duran and others just kind of get acclimated to a trip like this? Yeah, we have some really good veteran players. Um, guys like Alec Burks, who's been around for a while, has uh, he has a great spirit about him. He's always smiling. He's giving guys um, lots of advice. Uh, you know, Corey Joseph comes with a, a ton of veteran experience. Um, even uh, uh, Bogdanovich has has been great at uh, talking to our guys. And a lot of this is stuff to expect and things that are going on on the floor and how to beat certain situations um on the floor uh you know Jaden ivy and 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 jane durant uh uh Duren, uh jalen Duren, they are young uh not only young in the league obviously they're just young people you know we're talking about under the age of 20 and um you know, I, I just asked uh, J.D. this morning, I said, where'd you eat last night? It's probably one of your first few times you've ever been to Los Angeles. You know, what what did you get out and do and what are you doing? And, and we have to understand that not only are they learning the NBA, but they're also learning different situations that they're coming up against in life as young people. And, um, you know, we have to be tolerable of a lot of different things uh, with these guys for sure. Rex, uh, it's it's been a rough start based on the injury front, which has led to some losses and some close losses. And obviously, Cade Cunningham now and and Isaiah Stewart out. What what does that do for rotations, roster, and and how difficult it is to judge the start when you really haven't had your full squad the entire time? Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. I mean, with Isaiah Stewart out now, who's uh, such a such an uh, influential person for us as um, just as a guy that plays every night and rebounds. I think he's almost at 10 rebounds a night and uh, he has a great spirit um, and work ethic. And I think that our team kind of follows how he uh, goes about his day and how he starts the games out. And um, we will certainly miss him. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a chance obviously for Jalen Duran to step up and uh, Marvin Bagley at the five position to step up and do some fun things and uh, get in there and mix it up a little bit. And, you know, uh, really like Jaden Ivy has taken on more responsibility with Kate Cunningham being out of handling the basketball and uh, trying to run the team. And, um, you know, it's not an easy thing as a rookie point guard in the NBA. There's a lot of challenges and uh, he's done such a great job since, you know, Kate has been out these last few games of taking on 
some more assist responsibilities and also taking on some maybe more chances for him to get to the rim and score the basketball a little bit more too. So um, these are all learning opportunities. And like you said, you know, we got this, this trip, like when, when you look at the trip, you're talking about Clippers, Lakers, Sacramento Kings put up 152 points last night. And then we go into Denver and Utah and end with an experienced Phoenix team at the end of this trip. Man, this is a great challenge for our big guys who are going to play a lot of quality big men on this trip and uh, a great opportunity for them to learn as well. Rex, let me go back to something you just said about Jay Ivey. You said point guard, and obviously with Kate out, he's handled the ball. Uh, did that a little bit at Purdue, but has mostly been a wing player, and everybody was so excited to see Cade handle it with, with, with the athletic Ivy on the wing. But yet, these last few games, here's Jaden kind of handling things at the point. How do you think he's done, and what does this do for when Cade comes back? Um, I think he's done great, honestly. I think um, you know we put him in a situation where he's playing alongside of Killian Hayes also, who can handle the ball. So they share the responsibility a little bit of starting the offense. But my biggest advice to Jaden Ivey when Cade Cunningham uh, uh, went out for a few games was to not change his game, to stay within himself, keep building each and every day, keep getting better. Um, you know, don't pay attention to the the daily numbers of what you did today versus what you're, you know, what you did the day before. Just continue to focus on getting better and reading situations within the game. And I think that each game he has, to me, he's gotten better each game. And, you know, he's averaging, I think it's like 16 points and six assists. And he's doing a great job of attacking and kicking out at the same time. Um, you know, the other night I thought he had a, a great game and a game we could have won against Toronto uh, had we come up with maybe a couple stops at the end of the game, but his um, his IQ and his willingness, Jay Nivey's, to get better and improve on a daily basis is at, at an elite level, and um, I think that Piston fans uh, should be extremely happy that he's on our team because he's an incredible young man. He's going to be very, very good in the NBA. I mentioned before about the injuries. Bagley and Burke start the year out. Now they're back, but now you lose, you know, Cade and, and Beef Stew. Um, I know it's part of the game, and 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 I know Dwayne has said we don't want to use this as an excuse, but you really haven't seen the entire team at its fullest potential yet, right? Yeah, no question. I mean, we we wish that you know everybody were back uh, and healthy, so we have a a different maybe rotation to choose from as to who we're going to use on a night to night basis. But, you know, injuries in the NBA are, uh, you know, they're, they're, um, they're here to stay, unfortunately, you know, and every team goes through injuries. We've seen a lot of teams already this year that they have not had their best, their best team or their best players. And you have to learn how to adjust. And that's kind of the the name of the game in this league. Um, And in order to win, uh, games, you have to be uh, very good. Um, you have to be sometimes lucky, but you always have to be healthy if you can. And um, you know, it's and it's hard. And that's why you know we have 15 players and other guys step up on on different nights um, to step in. And it's kind of like the next man up mentality. And and you know we've we've done a good job of building. We just haven't done a great job of finishing off games and coming up with wins, unfortunately. 
I was going to ask you about that because, like you said, you, you've been in these games. It was the game with the Celtics where I, I thought you outplayed them. Obviously, Tatum went went got loose and everything else and, and put up the 40-burger and everything else. But what's been that key? What do you think has to kind of what, – what switch has to be flipped late in games for you guys to turn those L's into W's, do you think? Well, it's closing out games. You know, there's there's a lot of games. There are a lot of games that are won and lost in the last six minutes of the game. Um, and we've been in some tight games. And like like you said, uh, Jason uh, Tatum took over. I've never heard it called 40 Burger. Is that what you call it? <laughs> I did, oh, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, he, he put up a lot of points in that game. But um, listen, they you know, he is uh, an all-star, right, and an all-NBA player for a reason because he takes over games at certain times. And um, even though we lost that game and we were on the wrong side of it, I think for some of these younger guys who have that capability of taking over can look at that and take something away from it and say, you know, I, I, I see how he kind of, um, you know, he dipped into his bag and he didn't have to get spectacular but he just kind of relied, honestly, in that particular game against the Boston Celtics. He went in and he became very fundamental with what he was doing. And, um, you know, I've mentioned that to a few of our players. It, it, he, he didn't have to be spectacular. He had to be very solid. And that's what he was in the last six minutes of that game, making, you know, a ton of shots on catch and shoot, off the dribble pull-ups. Um, you know, all the things that players work on uh, tirelessly throughout the summer and then into the season. Um, and that's kind of what he beat us with. But, you know, I, I coached uh, in Oklahoma City, and I coached Kevin Durant for uh, six years. And um, I was lucky enough to go up to Toronto and coach uh, uh, a guy uh, that does that also on a regular basis, DeMar DeRozan. And watching those guys kind of take over the last six minutes of basketball games is is a lot of fun, especially on, on the road because they're very well-equipped and they're they're very sound uh, offensively, and they don't make a lot of mistakes to to close out the games. And that's what we will need to learn as we move forward in this NBA season. Pistons assistant coach Rex Kalamian with me here on the Pistons pod. Matt Derry with you. Pistons.com or wherever you get your podcast. You mentioned uh, Durant and DeRozan and these guys late in games. And Cade Cunningham, you know, even in his rookie year last year, won you some games. This year, late in games, he's had some success. But how long does it take a guy like Cade or just any of these guys to where it's it's their time? Because if you recall, Boston media two, three, four years ago was going Tatum can't close. It's he's not a alpha dog, and all of a sudden he's doing it. And what is this? A sixth, seventh year in the league already? Right, right. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know honestly because everybody has their own timeline. But it, it takes years. It takes years to learn how to take over yeah. NBA games and to get to that level. Um, and, and like I said, you know, every play, like even Kevin Durant, uh, you know, I was, I started my six year run with him in his third year and he wasn't even ready yet. He, he could score the basketball, but he wasn't ready to win NBA games, if that makes sense. It like, does. Yeah. There's a difference between being individually really really good for yourself and being really good and bringing your team along with you and winning NBA games so um you know it took him it took him a little a little while to figure that out like I don't you know I'm averaging 30 a game how come my team isn't winning well sometimes it's the little things most of the time it's the little things that you can do to help your team win 
And uh, most of it you won't see on the stat sheet, honestly. Um, you know, it, they're the unstatables, if you will, of, uh, of NBA basketball. It's like the, the pass that leads to the assist, right? It's maybe defensively plugging the gap a little bit more, not allowing the basketball to get to the rim. Um, it's maybe a deflection that turns into a steal for somebody else. Uh, there's a lot of little things. And, you know, players, when they're young, they have a lot of things that they have to learn about the game and then about leadership at the same time. And uh, it can take years, but um, you know we're we're on a uh, we're on a nice timeline with our basketball team. Honestly, in this organization, it's on a great timeline, and we have a lot of good young players who are all getting better daily at the same time. And um, you, I think we're going to see the benefits of this very soon, in my opinion. You know, you watch Bogey Bogdanovich play, and, and and when we saw him in Indy, and then of course in Utah, it was like, all right, this guy can really shoot it. But I think now that you watch him every night, we get to with the Pistons, he can put it on the floor and do other things. He's been fun to watch, hasn't he? Well, let me say this. I, I, I'm I'm a little – no, I'm, not, I'm a lot surprised. I didn't know he was this good, honestly. Mm. Like, I had seen him, coached against him for years, and and sometimes when you have a player on your team and then you see him on a daily basis – um, you have a different appreciation for him rather than seeing him three times a year, twice a year, maybe. Right. Um, but watching him on a daily basis and watching what he, he can do in a basketball game um, is is pretty special. Uh, in my opinion, he does a lot of really good things for the team, not only himself, but, um, you know, he's leading our team, obviously, in scoring. And he started out the season i don't know the first seven games shooting at a remarkable rate uh from the three-point line well over 50 percent and it's kind of come back to life a little bit but um i i really like uh boyan bogdanovich and his game and his temperament um and how he talks to the players and talks about in timeouts what to look for and how we could attack certain things um he's still shooting uh 42 percent as we speak today uh, from the three-point line, averaging seven attempts a game. And um, I can't say enough uh, very good things about him. He's been a, a really a, a bright spot in our season so far. Defensively, uh, what has to click a little bit, especially on the road? You mentioned Sacramento is one of the teams you're going to play. Put up 150 uh, the other night against the Nets. Phoenix obviously can really score it. All these teams can. But when you're playing out west sometimes, it is a little bit more up-tempo, isn't it? And and what has to maybe change defensively to get some more stops? Yeah, you know, there's um, there's a lot defensively for us right now. Where that that's kind of um, you know we're we're a little behind defensively uh, to where we expect and want to be, um, and some of that is uh, our our individual defense sitting down and guarding the basketball, um, not allowing the basketball to get into the paint uh, at will, and um, you know, that's that's a, a thing that we could correct that's correctable. Some of it is communication, and it's hard with young players. Uh, typically, young players don't communicate very well. Um, I, I'm, I think as you get older in the NBA and the older guys, they, they start to see older teams communicate better uh, with each other on the floor. And you make up for mistakes uh, by great communication. And... Um, you know, I've never really seen a young team that is a good team at communicating different things that are happening and making up for mistakes 
by quickly talking to each other. Um, so that's something that's going to come with time. We're going to have to keep working on, uh, you know, we, we don't have a, a quote unquote, you know, big time rim protector right now. We have a lot of guys that help out at the rim. And I think, uh, uh, Jalen Duran is going to be, yeah. uh, that for us eventually when, you know, he starts to play more minutes and he starts to feel the game a little bit more trying to play without fouling. He's going to be a big time rim protector for us. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to that because I think that kid is, uh, is, is like just truly, um, you know, one of, one of the bright spots of the, of the whole draft this year. And he doesn't get talked about very much, but, um, once we see a little bit more of him on the floor in consistent minutes, uh, people are going to really take notice of how good he's going to be. Rex, always love catching up. Have a, a great road trip and uh, travel safe, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Rex Kalamian with us, Pistons assistant coach right here on the Pistons pod. Matt Derry with you. And, of course, you can find us at Pistons.com, wherever you get your podcasts. We are back again next week.